I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. ourselves into 1950s housewives. Yeah. Of sorts. Of sorts. I'm a morbidly obese 50s housewife. Well, I've you been can say that about several yourself. rationing books and dripping. <laughs> Hello, welcome to our first ever live recording of the podcast, Be Honest, with uh, <coughs> Jojo and Bruce. I think you'll find it's that way around, not the other yes, way we were introduced. Yes, that's, that's Let's okay. get it right, isn't it? Yes. Shall we explain okay. why we're doing this and what happened? I feel you should. You're in full flow. Am I? <laughs> For a woman of your age, that's a rarity, so I'm not going to stop it. Oh, straight in with the age insults. No, it wasn't an insult. We're the same age. It's an observation. Oh, well, you're not looking as well as me on yours. Well, there you go, there and that are. didn't go down as well as my period joke, but continue. I will continue, continue. thank you very much. Uh, yes, Bruce Devlin and myself uh, came up, I don't know, did we come up with the idea? We decided because through lockdown, we've known each other for... 20-something years, 20 years. Um, and unlikely bedfellows that we might be, mm-hmm. um, we spent a lot of time together in lockdown, but not together on the phone. On the phone. Sometimes crying. A lot of time crying. Sometimes laughing. And sometimes wanting... To death, kill people. Death on everyone. Yeah. No, <laughs> genuinely to kill disingenuous, virtue-signalling twats. Yeah. We just felt that people weren't honest about their feelings, so we thought, why don't we take this conversation off the telephone and into a podcast. And that is what we've done. And we have been very honest up to now. And then we thought we'd do it live. We've been some audience members in. Uh-huh. Um, we'll have some suggestions from you as to what you would like people to be honest about. And we're also going to interview some fabulous guests. That's true. Does anyone... This is thank, a thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. I like thank a whoop. I like you. a whoop. Yeah. Does anyone feel they have a problem with being honest? Anyone over in this section? Bloody liars already. Every single last one of you. Oh no, we're completely genuine. Hypocritical whores. Absolute nonsense. I don't believe you for a second. Oh, thank you, sir. What would you like to be honest about? Or would you, what would you like other people to be honest about? Their feelings. feelings. That's quite nice. Is this your lovely wife? And how long have you been together? See. So okay, those are so your, your feelings. feelings. Yeah. Yes. Those are out and proud quite well. And That's the thing is, can I just interrupt you, sir? This woman came in just to check. It was all accessible for you. She clearly loves you. She's putting up with your mauve facial hair. There's a lot. <laughs> that's, oh, and she's laughing like that. So there's a lot she's putting up with, and you would turn around and say that to her. I'd like you to apologise. <laughs> that's so honest. That's lovely. Give them a round of applause. <laughs> that is lovely. And... Um, so, yes, there are many subjects that have caught our eye and uh-huh. things that we get. I get, because I'm absolutely obsessed about COVID, but not in a good way, Ooh. I get COVID kicked out. That that, that's the noise to try that's and stop it. Because we know she doesn't like it, but you don't need to talk about it all the time. No, I know, but I do have No, but you do, don't you? I do. And I that's why you remind me of my mother, because she's a bugger as well. <sighs> it's true. Am I like your mother? Yeah, saying the same thing over and over again. <laughs> That's because I've got to a certain age. No, 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 I myself. think it's just... Bloody-mindedness, yes. 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 It's yes. just my personality. Oh, thanks, Bruce. Lovely. 
Um, so we want to kind of get a demographic as well of how sort of what age. Yeah, can we put the house lights up just so we can see? Don't worry if you've not moisturised. Oh, hello, it's you. It's who? Well, someone that I know. Thank you very much. Christ Almighty! Oh, they're spreading up like syphilis. There's little Grant Lovely and is there homos from Instagram. Uh, mauve beard. Who else have we got in? Oh, someone I might pump later. Oh, a nice, a nice big bear. A nice so, no, big you bear. Can stop. You can stop. Soft swears. Soft swears. Oh, there's a lot going on. Look at you. You've sprayed on these kind of condom femidom like leggings. It's like some Beyonce video down here. Yes, they've been to Turkey. They've had their hair and their teeth done, and you've sprayed whatever on your hoo-ha. That's excellent. And again, the big bear who's winking at me. <laughs> Lovely. That's all good. Now, I know you've got to wear your mask, but madam, I see that you're wearing a hat. Are you going to get the benefit of that outside? Yes, we're looking at you. Although, don't criticise the hat because she's gone for a nice no, burnt, I didn't. A burnt amber. This is something that you have to fucking calm down about. I didn't criticise. I asked if she was going to get the benefit of the right. hat. I didn't say that's a colour that's wearing you. You know, I just left her to it. Thank you very much. Are you keeping that on, love? No dry shampoo. I understand. <laughs> so do these ladies. <laughs> They've got different fluids through the ends of their hair, though. We'll talk about that later, because they're party girls. So, lovely to see you. I like the idea that you just said to somebody that you would pump them later, like that they didn't have a choice. I think it's nice to involve people. (laughs) I think it's nice to involve people. Also, I'm very jealous. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is the thing. Uh, yes, I am honest. honest. Look at you. Honestly, you're on brand. You can yeah. stay. No, well, Jojo's completely on brand. She's got gap. Jojo is just in a bad mood because she was offered a horizontal refreshment last night, but because she can't um, put some... Oh, I can. In. No, no, no. I know you can. Yes. But you said that you couldn't trust yourself and you would have ended up hanging out your arse. So. <laughs> I was in Sheffield last night. And he might have been hanging night. out your arse as well. So that was the thing. We didn't have enough seats <laughs> for the person you may or may not have pumped. <laughs> I was in Sheffield last night. I got an offer and mm. and turned it down so that I could be here in good fetters yes. this afternoon. But spilt milk in your car. Oh, honestly, did not a euphemism. No, I did. A two liter. I bought a two liter thing of milk and then I put it on the back seat. And then as I was driving down the M6, I managed to avoid something that had fallen off the back of a lorry. Mm. I had slammed my brakes on and my milk slammed on the ground. Mm. And then the milk spilled everywhere. And now my car stinks like. Somebody's shutting it. Yes, I'm always thinking stools and milk or a similar smell combo. It isn't dissimilar. It's a really ancient sex. That's what it smells like. This lovely young lady is hooked on every word that you're saying. I don't know if she could believe what's going on. Uh, have you ever spilt milk or shat in a car? Can you relate to, can you relate to any of this? No. Hands out your thighs, dear. You were brought up better than that. Come on now. <laughs> Well, have no been flicking at this moment in time. We're all too tired. Oh, I thought we were going to keep this clean. It's oh, always no, I said soft swears. Oh, soft swears. Okay. Soft swears. That's nice. Fucking focus. Oh. There we go. We agreed no C, but we could have some soft swears. Yes, some a fiddle sticks soft. you like. A, a fiddle dee dee. Yes. So there we go. Oh, sneezing and in a pandemic. What a fucking oh. treat. Really nice. Really nice. Have you I heard of Omicron? Die. Right. I'm okay. Good I'm assuming Lord. everyone's had the COVID now, haven't you? Have they hands have up you if you've had, had the COVID? Hands up. I think if you haven't had it yet, you're not trying. Have you had the COVID? The three mm-hmm. people staring at me. Oh, from, he's not? No, 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 no. Who's not? No, no. Oh, you, they have? Well, clearly, yes. Oh, you've not? Well, we probably can't get into your fucking body with those rubber leggings. Right. There that is go. a good. That is a good contraception, isn't it? I don't know. Homos, have you had the COVID? No, 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 How no. do you know they're homos? Oh, fucking hell. Are you blind? <laughs> oh, you can say that. I, how can yes, you? I know I can say that, thank you. I'm indigenous to these people. <laughs> silly, silly woman. For God's sake, it's homos that I know from Instagram. <laughs> okay. Well, originally Twitter, when you lived in London, didn't you? What are you called? Death Disco or something, yes. Death and Disco, is that your name? On Twitter? And you know some people in the West End of Edinburgh where there's a child and they had the christening in the Rayburn Hotel and then you moved up and you lived in Edinburgh but you preferred Glasgow. (laughs) There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. She also likes a drink and a voice note, so (laughs) you can imagine. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, promotional Sauvignon Blanc between the pair of us. And uh, yeah, all that. Spending a lot of time with Bruce, I have Ah, discovered a very different view of the world through the eyes of homosexuals. Yeah, you didn't know what bum apps were, did you? I didn't know what bum apps. I certainly didn't know what public toilets were used for. Yes, not what you would think. No, do you know what? I just go to the toilet and I go to the toilet and I come out. But apparently, 
other things happen. I know, yes, I know. <laughs> You're stroking your beard and he's waving <laughs> one. I think there's problems. <laughs> I think there are problems. There are How problems. long have you been married, as a matter of interest? Oh, can we have a round of applause? Yes, 26 years. Well done. Very Honestly, well done. Only homosexuals in open relationships can last that long. That so was a very that good. was a very golf clap, wasn't it? It was quite patronising. Congratulations. <laughs> I don't think people are bothered whether folk are happy or not. Are you an open marriage or are you a monogamous marriage? Well, they don't know the answer to that. I love the way that woman's got monogamy when I've called people fucking homos and sworn <laughs> and rubber vaginas, but no, monogamy, right. Monogamous, open. Monogamous. Monogamous. <laughs> Not so much on your part. Interesting. <laughs> you deflected that. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. There is that. That's fair enough. But a big tongue. We'll leave it there. I saw that going around in the, the side of you. Shall we get a guest on? Shall we get a guest yes. on? I think, can I, can I entrust you to get our guest on and say her name? Because <clears throat> we had several attempts at me trying to say it in a pre-recording and I called her Jonathan Ross eight times. So you try it. Okay. Because we don't have Jonathan Ross, just so you know. <laughs> no, Sorry. no, because he's I'm gonna on. I'm going to sit here. Where are you going to sit? I'm You're going to sit there. there. Right, okay. So is anyone a fan of the weather? Thank you, one person. It's just our first guest has to do with the weather. So should we try that again? Is anyone a fan of the weather? <laughs> You're in for a real treat, fellow meteorologist, <laughs> weather-obsessed people, because we have none other than the nation's favourite weather girl, a good friend of mine. I would like a huge round of applause for Judith Ralston. <laughs> Favorite weather girl. girl. I like it. Yeah, one hundred percent. We were just talking backstage at our ages, weren't we? Yes, and having we were, yeah. Yeah. discussing. But well, then the, you made the us Mary stop. Hill Nana Mascuri. <laughs> 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 uh, I know. I know, but I, you do. I You've do. got a very do, strong like, Nana look. I do, and I remember Nana Mascuri just. Just, yes. Yes. yeah, yeah, just slightly the before album. our time. My parents had the albums. Mm. Yeah. If I continue eating, Demi I'll be channeling Demis. We could get yes. oh, We could be look-alikes. We could look-alikes, we could. Well, exactly. We? Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea, because you've got caftans, don't you? I do, I have a caftan that comes out uh, when we used to have parties in the good old days. I mm. have a great big nylon brown caftan that um, a friend of mine, who sadly is no longer with us, she was an opera singer. And Keep it it was like It was like the mantle. He's passing on the mantle <gasps> of the caftan, but it's a cracker. It really is nylon. It's brown, these big orange swirls on it. I love it. Oh. It really suits me. Flammable. <laughs> <laughs> Very flammable. Because you're hot stuff. I'd worried you'd combust. That's, that's the thing. Thank you so well, much for coming on to join no, us. No, I think you've oh, got me wrong, madam, but... <laughs> No, she's my fucking friend. Calm down. <laughs> I'm not the one in a not monogamous marriage, you dirty bitch. Right. Sorry about that, Judith. She thought I was taking the piss. Christ, mm -hmm. I'm travelling to Aberdeen with this woman next We're week. We're staying over. We are. <laughs> in a twin room. <laughs> and honestly, I snore and fart like a bastard. So good luck, love. Well, I'm up and down to the toilet all night, and I'm being honest here. No, we're hosting an awards ceremony. I want to know. Yes. Did you always want to be a weather girl when you were growing up? Was that your, oh, my ambition to be a weather girl? No, I think when I was very young, I wanted to be, I did want to perform in some way because it was definitely in my kind of genes. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a, a career I actually stumbled into. And for a girl who walked out of school failing maths, failing science, not even turning up for maths, I should say, failing science, I totally understand weather now. I get it. I've learned on the job. I think, you know, for me, actually, you know, working with some great people, learning my craft has been the way to learn what I'm doing now. I couldn't have studied it. Uh, my husband is a meteorologist, and he went, you know, he studied it through the Met Office, and it's all physics and maths and things that I couldn't even touch upon. But I've learned by looking, watching, and learning from people who really know what they're talking about. Like osmosis. Something like that, it's sucking it all in, yeah. So, but it's been a really interesting journey, and I l I'm absolutely passionate about weather, really. Am. And do you ever get it wrong? Have you ever had yes. your Michael Fish moment? Oh, Does everybody remember yes. the Michael Fish moment? Yeah, yep, yeah. I have big, big time. I remember I was very, do you remember the two pretty bad winters we had back to back winters of a lot of snow and it was, pro it was proper Arctic conditions? So, this must have been about 12 years ago, and um, I've been on shift. We'd had a really bad um, fall of snow 
the previous weekend. So BBC Scotland were making a half-hour special on winter in Scotland. Anyway, I was in that morning. Uh, the snow lay for weeks and weeks, and I'd been asked to come in early and cover all the radio out output, do a hit into um, <coughs> breakfast TV down south about what was happening in Glasgow. And it was a beautiful day, actually. I remember I was quite heavily pregnant. Um, and because of it, you know health and safety, I couldn't stay on and do a, a longer shift. I only had to stop, stop after 10, I stayed on for 12 hours. So I remember looking at all the, the, the um, I went for my briefing with the guys from the Met Office and then looking at the charts and thinking, there's something not right. Because I was watching what was going on over Northern Ireland and over Scotland. And I, st I, I went on there and I said, so tonight we'll see just a few sort of bits and pieces of snow coming our way into the central lowlands and southwards, but that's about it. So the next morning I woke up and there was a foot of snow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it sent me into labour. I was like, Oh, just second. And that was the day that the M8 got shut down. And I that, remember yeah, that. So that was my Michael Fish moment. Oh, wow. And it, it put you into labour. That's better than a curry, really? isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and the other. Are you yeah. not still due a taxi driver money for trying oh. to have a baby in his taxi? Yeah, I what? had a few false starts because, no, I'm not due money, but I was uh, <laughs> a few false starts with my bambinos because it was twins. My surprises, and uh, I was. You knew you were pregnant. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> 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 surprises. <laughs> so I was on my way to. Um, my husband was away, and as he was away, doing time. So he was away, and <laughs> I doing time for bad weather. <laughs> <laughs> so he was away, and um, I, I went into labour basically, and so my, my oldest boy went round to my friends, uh, so I was told to get straight to the hospital because it was twins. They're always trickier pregnancies. And this taxi driver all the way there, right, I'm coming in with you. And I'm like, no! <laughs> you know, he was desperate to come right into the labour ward up to the suite and accompany me through the labour. Absolutely so. not, because as <laughs> any ladies... Imagine? Could you imagine any yeah. ladies know that giving birth is like a car crash? So you oh, wouldn't want so him at the foot of the bed. Oh, and he's asking me about the weather all the while as well. <laughs> what? <laughs> How's it looking <laughs> down there? <laughs> but that's the thing, you don't want a stranger standing at the business end, do no. you? No, you don't. You don't no, want you anybody don't. standing at the business and of course, end. Well, you might do. You did last night, but you didn't have time. <laughs> no, I didn't have time. You've curtailed my activities. Oh, sorry for thinking of your career. Anyway, back to you, Judith. So did you Somebody ever see that guy to... again? No, I no. haven't seen him again. Oh, wouldn't that be lovely? Nice. Couldn't everybody he is well here tonight. this afternoon. <laughs> We've got a surprise and for you. <laughs> so twin boys, and they're 11, I've got aren't twin they? girl. Uh, sorry, twin one of each. One oh, of one of each. each. Oh, so they were my, my big surprises. They are a result of a very drunk night. Are they? <laughs> With my husband. Oh, that's <laughs> off in the way. <laughs> well, we don't know. That's were it. you round at their house? <laughs> <laughs> DNA, <laughs> DNA. So, yeah, so, yeah, oh, they're, they're brilliant. They're absolutely brilliant. They are funny and... And you've got an older one as well? Uh -huh. Yes, so he's at university. <coughs> he's learning to be like his mum. <laughs> oh, is he? Oh, What's special? Yes, it's breaking my heart. <laughs> what was that? Special. 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 <laughs> special no, like well, mom. the problem is, you know, um, he's a really smart kid. He's all sort of straight A's, blah, 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 unlike his mum, although I've lied. I have to say, I've not been honest about that. Well, I got five A's in my hires, you know, that, so I'm going to have to read the attic to get rid of my O grade and higher results so they don't see how badly I did. So wow. Did you get any good results at school? <laughs> of course. Standard grade Latin. <laughs> <laughs> I got Latin too. And a behaviour diary. Um, what was going to say? No, I fucking hated school. I really, really did. It wasn't I loved for it. me. No, I hated oh, it. No, no, it. Try being bullied. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Do you think it's okay, though, as a parent? I, I had a friend who had a child, and uh, the child caught her smoking. And uh, she went, I am not smoking. You just gave me a fright, and this is a technique that I do to relax. <laughs> and it's a bit like, do you think that's okay to lie to your children to get them to do better? Yeah, yes. Right. Because <laughs> I'm here to oh, tell no you, hesitation. on the Lord's Day, it's not. Oh, no Jesus hesitation. is very angry. Uh, well, uh, you know, I just, the, the, obviously, the problem with my son is he's like me. Of course, I, it's like, oh, God, so a big night last night, Mum. Like, oh, don't you want to just have a wee night in and a bath? And you know, this is what I keep advising him How to do. How old is this child? He's uh, 19. 19. Oh, he's same age as my own child. So See, that's your oldest, that's the same age as my yeah, youngest. So I'm like, you know, encouraging him to stay home. And of course, when you do. When, and and I know, but why? I just worry for safety. I don't know. No, well, we Casey's won't doing all the be things I did. About what I did. <laughs> that's the thing. We're of a generation where we were allowed to go wild, weren't we? So, yeah. you know, you know. 
Because you were a bit of a gore, weren't you? <laughs> were you? You know, drummer legs, they could have had some lovely times had they been born in the had, same oh era. Oh my goodness, these are, see, aren't I they fabulous? I didn't know we had Slaggy Aggie with us. <laughs> no, I think she's looking good. Oh no, she's very sexy. It's the pink. She's flying the flag for the homos. They're delighted. They've now they've got representation. They don't have that in Little and Mary Hill, so you know it's all good. Cheeky, isn't he? he is very With his stick on beard. <laughs> oh, I know her name's Jojo. That, well, you were with me when, because my your oldest is 19, my youngest uh -huh. is 19, and you were there when I did the drive-by, pick up a prom dress and drop off weed, weren't you? You said yeah, you're a very modern parent. I don't genuinely want people to know that. I have a brother in the police, and <laughs> I think that's fine if you want to drag your children up like that. So she went like that. We had to go and record something. She went, oh, I've just got to go and drop something off. So you're thinking, oh, Christ, I can't be bothered. But it's like cheese or, or milk. <laughs> and uh, I said, what is it? Oh, I've got to pick up a ball gun. I'm like, OK, that's fine. And I'm thinking, oh, that's the final of Drag Race tonight. I hope this doesn't go on too long. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, I've got to give her a weed. I went, I'm oh, a good mother. Right, okay, that's I didn't nice. buy it, I hasten to add. It's not the point, Isn't Jojo. It? No, I think <laughs> there's something fundamentally flawed <laughs> in the model, in the business. There's I mean, would you drop off weed for years? I'm taking massive boxes of toilet roll, <laughs> washing no, powder. I went for the BBC, we don't know what weed is. No, of course. Good for you. <laughs> Well, Good I was picking up the prom dress that I paid, picking up the prom dress that I paid five hundred pounds for that she never got to wear because prom was cancelled. So there. And this why is Anybody want a prom dress? It's bloody beautiful. Oh, it's a lovely shade of green. Yeah. There's a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of green. Lot of work on the bustier, isn't yes, there? I think they're Shurovsky crystals, <laughs> and it reeks to high heaven of <laughs> weed. So <laughs> it comes with a thing of Febreze. <laughs> which is really just GHB, the date rape drug. So, you know, if you're looking for a bit of fun on your own, knock yourself out. You mentioned, you mentioned working for the BBC, and obviously you do work for the BBC. Do you feel that curtails what you can say publicly? What you can be honest about, what you can Are you ever, if people come up to you and go, Judith, what the, what's the weather? Are you ever tempted to go, but in fucking Scotland, get a grip. What do you think it's going to be, your fucking it's, boot? It's pissing down like it is every day. Are you high, madam? <laughs> uh, but you know what? I have to be honest, and people are genuinely really nice. But there is that same one. What's the weather doing today? And they all think it's really funny, like it's never been said before. Mm. <laughs> like, ah, like it's dry, you know. <laughs> Look out the window. <laughs> <laughs> but um, most people are really nice, you know. I have to say, and I always think it, like when people stop me because you forget that you're, you know, when you're a mum, you're doing your normal. Kind of you're in life. Morrison's, you're trying to deal with exactly, things. Exactly, it is Morrison's as well. I'm nipping in there on the way home to, to get my wine for tonight. No, oh, no. hello. <laughs> so, a box. Um, a box, yeah. Box. Uh, so, what we're, so, yes. People stopping um, you and yeah, asking stopping you. you. And, I, and I forget that... That's you. Yes, yeah, I mean. Well, absolutely. You know I mean? Do you know who else says that? Naomi Campbell. Does she, she does. She just goes at that. I forget me. And when people oh. come up to me in restaurants, then she stabs them. Look, well, and I think why... You know, but do you know what I always think? What I have because my mum and dad didn't live to see me doing what I do now, oh. and after I think they would have been really proud of me because yeah. there's mm -hmm. no doubt I've turned out m one career and have failed massively, and I managed to. You what know, did you feel at? I like feeling. I, I didn't feel it was cut short. Oh, it's right. a bit of emotional one. Oh God! <laughs> oh no! Let's hear so, it. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> well. Let's hear it while Jojo rolls a single Skinner. <laughs> for the car journey home. I've got tights to drop off. <laughs> well, I used to be an opera singer. And that, Seriously? Yeah, that was my, that's why I'm a musician, really. So oh, wow. to cut a long story short, um, that sort of ended very abruptly. Uh, and I was in total no man's land career-wise, or just earning a living-wise, never mind, um, you know, career and vocation. And then I ended up starting working in radio um, and just have worked in it worked my way into this and not through any kind of ambition just taking work when I could get it yeah. like reading a weather script on air because there's nobody else and then that's how I got into doing it on the telly because there's nobody else basically mm -hmm. isn't um, it amazing you how would like then go in a different Ulrika Johnson but for the blind because it was because of a strike that Ulrika went on camera uh -huh. and you did it on radio I did for the blind and then I gradually started to do it on TV. I used to read the news really badly on TV. I was always <laughs> ad-libbing. Today, Hollywood. You know, it's like, it's like, 
Ad libbing the news. Making it up as you go well, along. No wonder we're Even in the I mess take we're exception. in. <laughs> well, I think that's what they're doing now. Please. The problem is here with weather, what a lot of people don't know is we don't have a script <laughs> from uh, what's going on up here. So you've you got the that. story. <laughs> Like Peppa Pig in the so you. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the bear? No, the bear's over there. The bear's wearing bifocals. Oh. That's, that's what's got me in. But the thing is, when you say you were ad-libbing the news, did you go like that? There's been a crash. No, there's not. <laughs> there has been. <laughs> You'll find out no, after the break. Like there's been a crash. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> wow. Too emotive. <laughs> I know. I know I'm the only person that does. <laughs> Just I feel happier for that, actually. Yeah. I, I laugh at my own jokes. My, I, my husband is um, Big Fraser, we call him my house, so whenever my phone rings, it says, Big Fraser calling. Big Fraser. And he once said, why do you call me Big Fraser? It makes me sound like I'm really fat. So, of course, it's still big. Oh, bless him. Aww. He doesn't say much, but that's what he's... Is he fat? No. no well, he's stop chunky. It chunky. Chunky. He's tall. Oh. Girth. Tall and tanned and young and lovely. <laughs> well, you let what? last night go, for the love of Christ. <laughs> Good on. Lord. So, what you have in common with Joan Collins is... Mm -hmm. yeah, a younger husband. Yeah, yeah, well, younger husband. A big husband. A big Percy. Um, <laughs> that she always... The thing she bemoans about Dynasty is the fact that her parents were unable to see her, like, proper international success. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And you've had nationwide success. <laughs> nationwide success. But, uh, but the things yeah, that parents would be... Yeah, yeah and for. I think that's why I always take the time when people speak to me. Hey, you, everybody's got an interesting... Chat, uh, to be honest, I've met some lovely people. Do they, Judith? Yeah, most people. I've met some people. No, we have met some absolute most, most people bores, haven't we? Yawn. But you've got to remember, my fan base is probably, um, I say fan base, you know, it's sort of 60, 70, Or oh, so is mine. <laughs> <laughs> and believe me, these and people bring a lot of it on themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Bad attitudes. Do you get Twitter forward. abuse? Not much. Good. Which is, um, although I stepped into one of, somebody was completely slagging off a colleague, Joy Dunlop. She's a lovely girl, and I stepped in and said, "Wait, hey, hey, back off! That is just not, not acceptable." Nice. And he just started slagging the BBC off. So, I um, my last tweet this morning was that one was done last night after wine. And my last tweet this morning was, "Come and have a go if you think you're hard enough." Oh, really? <laughs> Goodness, I'm sober. <laughs> Come here. I oh. think the homos have got that DVD. <laughs> And I think what that's a good note to end that on. Cutting us off in our prime. Well, we're being flashed. Oh, we're being flashed, thankfully, just with a light, though. Yes. Yes, no, the producer's an insidious bummer. It's quite disgusting, No, I would happily sit and chat to Judith for the rest of the afternoon, but we must press on. Judith, thank you for coming. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Now, Judith, before you go, we did get everyone an Easter egg, but we know you've got twins, so you can have two. You can have two. Thank you. One of each. I got them. Yes, no. Oh, absolutely, and one of each, the same, so they don't fight I've over them. I've given up chocolate for Lent. Oh, Have you? I am, I am a Catholic. Are you a Catholic? Yes. Oh, am yeah. I? No. No. <laughs> no. I'm too busy. I try too busy. to be a Catholic once. You could always make time for God. Well, no, listen, I'm friends with Jesus. <laughs> I'm just not necessarily <laughs> Jesus, is, Jesus is keen on my work. I wanted to be a Catholic. Did you? Why? Yes. Oh, I don't know. I gen because I liked the midnight mass and I thought it was very theatrical. The midnight mass. And then I did a lot of singing, a lot of singing, a lot of, singing, a lot of dressing singing. up. Yeah. And then I'd made my parents send me to a Catholic school, and then I decided, oh, I didn't actually want to be a Catholic. I wanted to be an actress. Mm. I just liked it all the, the, <laughs> the drama, the drama, the of theatricals. It. I didn't well, actually you know, like I the religious. I was head bit. girl of a Catholic school. That's my Were proudest you? moment. Yeah. Girl. And I always remember people saying that leaving head girl will see you through life. Everybody will on your CV head girl. Yeah, if you're the girl that's giving head to get ahead, <laughs> come that on, man. That gets you through life. Good 100%. Lord. Ladies and Thank gentlemen, you very much a huge round of applause for the one for Judith Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Oh, do you know? You call it a duster, a duster coat. So you call it a coat again, and the reason I know that is because homos understand fashion. Oh, there we go. Not today, know, obviously. I <laughs> I'm in between sizes. I've the wrong got sizes. long things like that. They're, they're called duster coats. Duster coats. Mm-hmm. Is that not just so you can run around your house, give a dust, give and a then dust. get out? Oh, have you seen my house? I do not dust. I have been in your house. Mm-hmm. There's no reception so there. No, there isn't. A warm reception from you, no, but, but you nothing from O2. No, 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 no. absolutely. No. But that's because my Wi-Fi has been cut off. No, it hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. Is anybody worried about their energy bills? Do you I know don't what think I so. think? We're in the West End of Glasgow, and if you really? think about it, there's a waitress nearby. I don't think people give a shit. No? No, nah, I don't think they care. I think we should collectively, en masse, all agree not to pay our electricity and gas bills. That'll show them. Oh, wow, thanks for joining this rally. (laughs) Oh, for God's sake, pipe down, woman, and get a guest (laughs) on before I fucking physically sick. Right, okay. Who is our next guest? I'll tell you who's next. Please do. Um, As the comedy mother, as I'm sometimes known. Are you Chief Mammy now? I am Chief Mammy. Well, no, Nicola Sturgeon's Chief Mammy, apparently. No, I know, that was the joke. Just do the intro, good lord. (laughs) She did refer to herself as Chief Mammy. Anyway, we'll not go there. Um... A very young, clever, funny, I don't know which order that's, if any of those are correct. Well, he's anyway, young. We, he is young, yeah. and he is funny, and he has just been nominated at the Chortle Awards as Best Newcomer, and I've seen him since he started being a baby boy comedian, so it's an absolute pleasure to welcome on to uh, Lost Dodge, Mr. Liam Farrelly. Liam Farrelly. <laughs> there he is. Go any further, right. does Liam need to change his muff? No. For reasons of COVID or oh, is that I mean, I'm already speaking, aren't you? So oh, well, it's too late. Yes. That's oh, fine. I was only oh. trying to help you. No, no that's nice, right. and it's very considerate, but yeah, it's well disingenuous, tokenistic bullshit. Let's get on. Um, so, hi, It was Liam, just the management had said, but never mind. Did right, they? okay, <laughs> yes, they said they wanted interchangeable muffs. Well, they wanted interchangeable muffs. You knock yourself muffs. out, Hen. But what would it, what would, uh, on it, right, okay, what would it We'll move on, muff? we'll move on. What would it change? Mummy, Daddy, stop fighting. Mummy, um, Mummy. Mummy, Mummy, sorry, I do apologise. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liam, you, I have known you since you absolutely started doing this nonsense. Aye, since, since I was 17, aye. Yeah. Oh, and how old are you now? Uh, 22. So <gasps> oh, ancient. Old. Somebody actually said we're stage three. Do you honestly think you are getting old at 22? It's just wow. those kind of comments make me want to stab people. Uh, <laughs> Somebody said on stage the other night they were 21 and felt positively geriatric. You should have said fire to them. I, di- I did. Which is why they no longer be doing comedy. But it's like 23-year-olds, and I'm sorry to say, but they are homos, and they're on Twitter, and they go like that, I'm 23, oh, and it's like, kill yourself. Seriously, you don't deserve to live, because mm-hmm. you don't appreciate it, and you're fucking ugly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't like that, do they? 
So you have just been nominated in Chortle's uh, Best Newcomer Awards. Aye. Uh, I didn't get told I was nominated by the guy who runs the awards, and I've not been invited to the award ceremony. So. Is there any background to that story, Liam, that you're willing to share with us, or is that a uh, little bit too honest? Could you please be well, honest? Uh, so basically, the guy that runs these awards... Uh, Would you like to name him? Uh, Steve Bennett. Steve Bennett. He oh. came... Uh, <laughs> He's a trouser fumbler. Oh, is he? <laughs> oh, have you, have, are you blind? Have you seen him? He's always touching himself. Right, okay. <laughs> Let Liam speak now. Aye, so basically I was doing the fringe last year with two other guys and he came to the show and he sat in about the fifth row and he watched them two do their bit and then I went on and then he started chatting to a woman beside him for the, from the first minute of my set to the last minute. And then he put out a review and just fucking slated me, basically, saying I was very unoriginal and you wouldn't forget me tomorrow. And I was like, aye, because you were fired into some bob, mate, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and now you, he's nominated you for a Best Newcomer aye, Award. Aye, so, you know, swings and roundabouts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's an apology, and by way of an apology? Well, he did, he did come and apologise to me, so mm. I'm like, well, fair enough, like, we've buried the hatchet now, but... I don't think I'm going to win because he's not invited me to the awards, I assume. That's interesting. I, to, to be fair, I absolutely do think you deserve the, the nomination and you've also, you've already won a Scottish Comedy Award, haven't aye, you? Aye, aye, I've won that, aye. So. Because awards are those funny things. If you're nominated for them, they're the best thing ever. If you're not nominated for them, they're a pile of shit, essentially. Aye. I mean, I think Chortle Awards this year are a crud because my name's not, not on it. Um, so, no, neither of you. So I didn't expect to be, though. No. That's the difference oh, right, between okay. you and I. I'm a realist. <laughs> <laughs> not for everyone. <laughs> not everyone's cup of tea. But, however... Um, you you absolutely do deserve the, ah, the newcomer. I I'm not really that fussed about it because there's no like uh, award money, so I'm just like. Nah, <laughs> nah, what? Nah, <laughs> there's no there's no prize money. No, nah, no prize money. It's like so. Drag Race UK. You don't want a fucking badge. <laughs> ah, no, yeah. so I just like. Who, who are the other newcomers? Oh fuck. Uh, <laughs> there's Celia A B. Is very good. What? Celia AB never Sounds heard. Like a new Is it a male, or, male or a female? Uh, she's female. She's French. Okay. Oh, uh, brilliant! <laughs> <laughs> I love Brie. Celia AB. Uh, there's a guy from Manchester I've seen. Uh, I think his name's Ross Tierney. He's really good. And then I don't know the other people. Okay, so, so Well, shit. I do. I know one of them, and this is going to be quite bitchy, actually. Rialina has been going longer than I have and is in the same category as you. That's breakthrough. Oh, I'm not oh breakthrough. What's she broken through from? Um, Her 50th being... birthday. <laughs> <laughs> she will No offence, but she's lovely. You. She would like those slacks, actually. Yes. Yeah, she would. Yes. Um, no, it's a different category. Right, I? okay. I, I skimmed read the article. I like to do some research, but you know me. No, yeah. I skim read the article to see if I was in it, and I wasn't, so I immediately I had don't even go on that website. Myself. Do, do you go on that website? No, I went on it to read the review you had a go at me at, and then I was like, oh, this is shite, I won't be back. So that Have <laughs> you ever done what I've done on that website and left bad reviews for other comedians that you hate? Uh, <laughs> Not naming names <laughs> until I've had a drink. I, I, I didn't know that was an option, so I maybe head back over there. Do you not have false email accounts just in case? Uh, no, I'm not out. Oh, Liam, either. grow up. I I mean, what fucking life are you living? Come on, man. <laughs> um, the other thing as well, being young at uh, 22, the, you've had a big life-changing moment has occurred. Aye, aye, I had a baby. Oh, uh, lovely. Well, aye. I mean... Lovely, a baby. The mothers in the room will say technically... Mm. Aye. Well, I was somebody else involved had the baby. Somewhat, you were so involved, <laughs> yes. See, it's funny. Right, and I do have to speak up for my people here. If we have unprotected sex, we are vilified, but suddenly you're celebrated and get a Marquis voucher. <laughs> I think it's wrong. You know, I, I don't care who you've had a horizontal refreshment. Why have I got to supply the rusks? <laughs> so how old is the wee baby? Uh, she's four and a half months. Four and a half so. months. And she's got a nice name, the name of a pug. Aye, Ruby. Ruby, so yes, yes. Good dog's name, so Aye. that's lovely. Our mum picked that one out, so she'll be happy to hear that. So. Oh, that well, her mum picked you, so there's a lot going on. <laughs> and have you started talking about being a father on stage? What? I, I Please don't. Why? Oh. <laughs> well, everyone else does, <laughs> even people that don't have children. Yes, that's true. Uh, well, I mean, I've started now, so I may as well just keep going, just wait it out until it's shite again and then talk about something else I'll go with. 
You yeah. could maybe try and have a load of other children and talk about them and do a whole show called Biscuits in, Bre in Bed and the Crumbs That I've Slept With. <laughs> and then all these babies that you've had. I, I went a fortune teller when I was in Blackpool and she told me I was going to have a lot more wins. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fucking hell, please. Are you, are you into that kind of thing? No, I was, I, was, I was in Blackpool doing a gig and it was like, you just have to walk about when you're waiting on your gig to start. And I walked past a woman. She was like, oh, I'll tell you your fortune for a fiver. And I was like, oh, I'm wanting to kill some time. So I was just like, all right. <laughs> That's fair enough. And was she was she in a kind of was this in a room or a cupboard or a a, a, a kind of Romany travelling camper van? What do you call those things? A, oh, wagon. a wagon. A wagon. I've gone to the one in Newcastle that's at the big market. I like I like a wee fortune tale. Oh my God! No, I will not go into the big market in Newcastle because I saw Mrs. and Santa Claus pumping each other on the floor out their minds on what I presume was meth. And <laughs> I can keep it real by going into an Aldi, but that was just too dirty for me. <laughs> so how long did it take then? And did she actually touch your palm? Uh, no, because it's COVID, so ah, yeah, yeah. So she just kind of looked at her. Ah. <laughs> looked at your palm. She went, like, I won't be eating an apple <laughs> off that anytime soon. Aye, and then she's like, you're going to live really long, but you're going to have loads of children. And I was like, oh. How long? Because you've I barely begun on life. Fuck, you're going to be bored by the time you're 80. Aye, well, that's what I was like. I was like, that's a fairly safe bet. So I'm like, I'm 22, yeah. so I was like, if I fucking die next week, then and that's you don't a smoke change. or anything like that, do you? No, I had to give it all up because I've got life insurance. Ah, yeah. Do you right, have to okay. give it up? Oh, well, I clearly haven't got life insurance because uh, I wasn't you, planning you on living very home, long. didn't you? you Aye, I bought a house as well, yeah. but that's full of lead paint, so that's a bit Yeah, yeah. I, I feel you've, you've bought been a house. You've got a child. he's been shafted. He's been, well, I know the mother has been shafted, but he's been he's been shafted on the house. Now, does anyone know if anyone can get of lead paint this is quite a serious question actually it's not a joke he's been bought this house it sounds like a good deal on paper but Aye. you're having to wear a hazmat suit to sleep Aye. uh because lead paint affects your iq so like if so you i'm fine i <laughs> <laughs> so like you need to wear a mask on us so i scrape it off the walls and then a guy comes in and plasters it and then that should be safe so Right. I mean, if I die, you'll know what's happened, but... Yeah. Well, in fairness, and not being judgmental, it is paisley, so it's either the paint or a stabbing over Aye. a kebab that's got <laughs> out of hand. Are you from Paisley, Liam? Aye, I was born in Paisley, so ah. I've just been staying in the hometown, so... And you bought a house in Paisley? Aye, that's why it's so cheap. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, because what, what have you bought? It's three bedrooms. It's a three bedroom. I think the term is a, a mansionette. No, I told you on Thursday it's a masonette. Masonette. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but you're not listening. <laughs> so it's a masonette, not that a mansionette. People, people would think you were a wanker. But no, in Paisley, a three-bedroom house probably is a mansion, isn't it? Well, that's very racist. Aye, but it's just a four and a block kind of thing, so it's just a three bedroom. You're like Jenny from the block. <laughs> <laughs> but there's four of you, and the reason there's four of you because you're high on fucking lead paint. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. sorry, how long is just I want this bit to be, How long is it going to take to get rid of the lead paint? Well, it's I've only got one room where it's left now, so it will only take another week. So I need to go home and scrape that off the walls. Is the baby in this place? No, I'm not. Oh. You can't bring a baby into that. Like, I was going to say, Jesus Christ. Get a social work involved if that was happening. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's a good idea <laughs> when you find out your child isn't turning out how you liked it to be. But you do have a front back garden and you've got a driveway and a garage. I've not got a. I've got a hut, but the hut's fallen over. A hut. Aye. Uh -huh. You should maybe get a palm reader in there, and that'll cover the cost of your lead paint removal. <laughs> what do you see in your future? Not much. <laughs> Breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Another one dead. <laughs> I am genuinely interested, because we are obviously stand-up comedians, why did you want to start doing comedy at the age of 17? Oh, uh, because I wasn't really doing anything else, and I was about to get chucked at a school, and they were like, they start back where they take you in and go, oh, what do you want to do with your life? And I was like, I don't know. And then they were like, well, you better fucking get a plan. <laughs> <laughs> so then I read uh, Kevin Bridges' book, and then he talked about the night in here, Red Raw, and then I was like, ah, I'll sign up for that, and then did that, and it kind of just worked, and then they asked me back, and I just went for there. The first night, Kevin Bridges, who I compared, by the way, just so you know, in this comedy world, thank you. Um, on that subject, you quite, yeah, impressed with me. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, back on that to the paint. Back to the paint. You do, no, you do, in all honesty, you, in all honesty, I sound like you, uh, you do get 
compared to Bruce, uh, compared to Kevin, uh, all right, quite a that screaming Jesse. <laughs> you do quite often get compared to Kevin Bridges, and how do you take that? Do you take that as a criticism, as a compliment? What? How do you deal with that kind of association? I'm not really that fussed. I'm like, you can kind of say what you want about us as long as you're paying us. So I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, I think you are very different. Uh, you sound the same because you're from the same place. Aye, well, he's Clyde Banks. So he's like five minutes down the road for me, yeah. basically. Aye. But in terms of your material, I think you're Aye, very, well, very he, different. I'm talking about nuns and stuff, so... Yeah. You know. Aye, my sister is a nun. I'm not just, like, having a go at them. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, you should really lead with that. Continue. <laughs> Aye. Well, my sister and my aunt are both nuns, so I know there's a lot of... That, ties into your Catholic bit before you brought me on there. My so God, this is writing itself, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Look out for bears, queens and trampolines <laughs> in Morrison's next week. Now, are these celibate nuns? Can they have well, a fiddle? All nuns are meant to be celibate, I think, so yeah. I, I assume they're doing that. I don't know. I've not investigated. So. <laughs> you would hope not, Liam. Uh, do you know what I mean? You wouldn't want they wear habits? Uh, my aunt does, but my sister doesn't. Oh, right, so she's a kind of lazy nun. Aye. <laughs> she's a new school nun, so I so so A new school nun, does that exclude them from wearing habits? Well, it's, it's your choice. It just depends, because the nuns are a bit like power angels. They've all got like their different kind of <laughs> specialities. I am never going to look at a nun in the same way again. <laughs> What does a nun actually do? Because I'm thinking this is just a byword for unemployment, and I'm interested. <laughs> You'd look lovely in a habit. Well, exactly. <laughs> Instead of having a habit, wear a habit. Uh, well, for what I can work at, it's basically a lot of nutting, and then that's about that. <laughs> what, like booties and matinee jackets? No, I think they just knit whatever they want, basically. Like, whatever they're needing, they'll just knit a wee so bit of that. They, they, they can't experience physical love, but they have carte blanche well, on what to knit. Technically, <laughs> they're, they're married to God, is the thing. we all, honey? I mean, <laughs> really? <laughs> but, you know, if your man's not around some of the time, you have to make your own arrangements in bushes. <laughs> <laughs> so they're married to God? Aye, that's How old is she? Uh, she is 26 now. Wow. Does she drink? Uh, well, most of them do, but she doesn't, so... This is news. I didn't know. Oh that no! Nuns could like, drink. aye, nuns and priests are big alkies. Are they? Aye. <laughs> this is a revelation. Aye, a oh lot well, that means I could be a nun. Well, of sorts. <laughs> and do you have religion in the same way that people from the Highlands have the Gaelic? Do you have religion in the way that these homos might have the syphilis? Do you? Do you have a guiding light? Oh, no, I just no, can't do No, no, because you wouldn't have walked into that property deal if you had. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the thing. I think Jesus was taking the P.I. out double S. Aye, no, I'm not religious myself, but no. aye, obviously she is. So. No, yeah. Aye. I'm going to ask you, uh, are you doing it's that classic f uh, show at the Fringe this year? Aye, I am doing a... a I won at the fringe for the first time, so get Steve Bennett back to the yes. view. Yeah, that goes. Oh, is it your first hour? Aye, this is the first one, so we'll see how it goes. What's it called? Uh, God's brother-in-law. <gasps> Fabulous. <laughs> yeah. Fabulous. That's now, Liam, on a religious theme, we have an Easter egg for oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. Go. Uh, I honestly you can thought have you were going to be dull as fucked. I have been riveted, <laughs> riveted by the You can have chocolate nuns. buttons or chocolate buttons. So I'll take chocolate, chocolate buttons, buttons then, aye. Liam, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you very ah, much no, for joining us. I'll to your sister. Ah, I'll pass on this. Yeah, no, yes. please do. And if you could give me a message when that paint's done, I might come and visit. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't want and my hair going frizzy. No, and until then, exactly, do not take the baby there. Ah, I'll no. keep the Poor baby away. Ruby, no. Yeah. Liam Farley, a round of applause. Thank you, Liam. What a dark horse of chat. Isn't he? That's Absolutely. Very interesting. very interesting. A troubled background, I oh, like 100%. that. 100%. Yes, we like yes. a dodgy bringing up. Oh, absolutely. We? Dragged up in his case. Yeah. Right, okay. Shall we get the last? We have. We've got one more, haven't we? We've got one more guest. Well, we, um, we did his podcast. And it's not that we did his podcast so that we felt that we should have him on our podcast because we'd already decided we were having on our podcast before we did his podcast. But <laughs> we have done his podcast. He's got his own podcast, Simon Houston. But he's been, but he does stand-up comedy, or he started to do stand-up. Well, well, we ask him, and well, he that would be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as interesting as the stream of consciousness is, 
feel as though I'm at a police station with a light in my face. Right, okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Mr. Simon Houston. <laughs> I get more muff. No, no, you do not. Oh, we've, no. we've, we've muff. We've There's gone off muff. There's a muff drought. We've gone off muff. There's a muff drought, unfortunately. A muff shortage. Yes. 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 Um, we did come on your podcast. We had you a did? Not literally. Time. No. <laughs> just well, on. you well, might have done. You accused the producer well, of being gay. Well, one or two folk who listened to it did, I think. Do, yeah, do you think? It was yeah. getting a bit kind of 08, 9, 8, towards the end. It was getting a wee bit, it was getting a bit racy. It was getting we a went, we went a bit feral at the yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> you, you accused my producer of being on Grinder while uh, he was supposed to be. But he looked it. Yeah. So You've it's got this obsession about people who look gay. Yeah, I don't like them. I'm a homophobe. <laughs> you actually he are. Just, he had just become a dad about two weeks earlier. Oh, they all that, say that. How many people have that have got children? The stories, I see one behind you. The stories that I hear from Bruce about the amount of married men with children that are having horizontal refreshments with this one, I wouldn't trust them as far as I could throw them. I keep looking over there for the torch guy. Yeah. The, the, the torch guy terrifies me. Which torch guy? All right, of course. Here. You have stood on this spot. I stood on this stage. And, and actually, it was nice not standing the other side of the curtain and absolutely bricking it. Mm -hmm. Although I'm bricking it a wee bit, I have to be honest. Because, I'm, because I normally interview folk rather than be interviewed. Oh, so bitch, kind of deal with it. Just go yeah. with it. Yes. Oh my God. But not hearing the uh, Reet Petite music too, because that kind of, yeah. you know. Well, that depresses me, I have to say. You yeah. can be anywhere in the world. And I hear know, that music hear and you Shit, I'm on. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm in New York. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I find it fascinating that you do get nervous or that you were nervous standing here or nervous coming on. You used to to be a journalist in actual war zones. Yes, yes. So absolutely. how on earth could some, like standing in front of a bunch of plonkers be more, I mean, sorry, I mean, that, don't take it personally, but I mean, most audiences are just thick as mint. So what? Yeah. Not this one, not clearly. This one. You've got but every no. nuance, well done. Oh, lovely, but do you mean it's audiences? Uh, well, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a kind of different fear. Mm. You know, it's absolutely terrifying, but in the not in the same kind of way of like, you're not, you know, you're not, Reporting in a in somewhere like you know Iraq or whatever, you're thinking that you're going to make an ass of yourself on stage. You're worried about a scud missile landing on yeah. Yeah. So it's like different. It's still terrifying, but a different kind of tip. Like just being in here and looking at all these faces, expecting you to say something funny, is far more scary. There's no expectation on you today, don't you? <laughs> so were you a bit like Judith when you were reporting? Did you ad lib? Did you make some of it up? Ad lib the news. Yeah. <laughs> I think Absolutely. that's fascinating. God, yeah. Yeah. I can't tell you about it. Right, okay. Because yeah, right. we'll, yeah, we'll get That's retrospectively right. sacked. That <laughs> is something I'm interested in as well, in terms of what is actually happening on the ground when you are in a war zone and mm -hmm. what we are told back here at home. Yeah. How much is there a difference? Because I think you get lied to. Well, I wouldn't say lied to, but there, there was... There are snipers outside. So a, couple of times, a couple of times I was officially embedded with the military, so an actual war correspondent. So, you, you know, you're given... Like it's not a uniform. It's you know, so it's a, you're given the flat jacket, the helmet, and you are embedded with the with the, with the military. But they they would maybe not censor your stuff, but yet they have to have a wee idea of what you're writing. If you're if you're sending a report back that's giving positions away, okay, or um, you know, like they're not going to win this battle because they've only got five tanks, you know, <laughs> and there's only three drivers. Um, <laughs> Then, then the you know the the enemy might think, well, that's quite handy. So, so there was a wee bit of that, particularly in Iraq. So, I was embedded with this Scottish cavalry unit, who and the, the officers were lovely, but they would always look, see before you send it off. Can we have a quick look? And I would, I would say, yeah, but just just check it for factual errors as far as you know the kind of military stuff. But don't don't tell me what I can and can't say as far as. See, you know, the do you reporting. remember when we had the riots in this country and people were looting the shops and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I remember. Um, walking my dog down in Cramond, because I'm obsessed with Jean Brodie. And um, I'd pass these women, and what they'd said was, it's, it's so bizarre that they, they, the people that report the news are feeding where they think everything's going to go, or the police are coming down. Why would you want to remove the element of surprise? And we all went for a coffee, and we all agreed. I mean, these women were about 90, but they were really fucking up for it. Yeah. And they were getting a bit pissed off. And that's the thing. What about the element of surprise? Why, why then, if you've got like people seeking intelligence, do you, do you see what I'm saying? Because I feel as I'm kind of yeah. semi-breakdown. Um, yeah, kind of. 
see what you're saying. But so journalists are kind of spoiling the surprise for the. No, no, no. I the, think the journalists are giving the perpetrators an unfair advantage by saying, "Well, oh, the police are in the Midlands, so yeah, they'll yeah, go with yeah. that." Well, we'll not be in the Midlands. We'll go to Motherwell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I'll talk about yeah. fucking war zones. I've done Panto in Motherwell. <laughs> And yeah. I've also <laughs> been in Primark and Hamilton. Just yeah. saying, <laughs> both <laughs> wars. On. But something. So, did you ever? Did you watch Once Upon a Time in Iraq? That was one of the first lockdown. Do you know? Um, I, I haven't got around to watching it yet, and it's on my to-do list because it's going to be right on my street. Because yeah. I just thought that was fascinating yeah. in terms of it but really changed. Well, you still don't know what to believe. It really changed what my perception had been about yeah. the war in Iraq. Yeah. When you sort of listen more to the Iraqis and from their sense. Yeah. There's also the, have you got, there's a film Three Kings. I don't know if you've seen that, George no. Clooney, and it's all. It's I think it's also set in Gulf War Two, and <laughs> but. Uh, like he's going, yeah, I have, and she's going, I recognise George from the Nespresso ads. <laughs> so the camera, the camera pans around, there's a big bank of tanks and armoured personnel carriers and soldiers, and it pans around, and there's a big bank of cameras, and, and it gives you an idea of just the size of the, the kind of press corps, if you like, the, okay. of the journalists are covering it. But, all, but, but also, you wouldn't, you wouldn't send someone there unless they kind of knew what they were doing, right? I had to go through weeks of hostile environment training and you know and NBC you had to learn how to use a gas mask and all that kind of stuff and, and you know when the first occasion that I had to actually use it I forgot the training completely so I was uh, I was kind of washing my, I was outside this tent somewhere in Kuwait in the desert and I was kind of washing my socks or something like that something totally uninteresting and I heard this noise in the distance and there was a soldier running towards me with his gas mask on shouting gas 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 which was the you know no, it's signal. not funny. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny. It's quite serious, actually. <laughs> In order to, to, to let you know that there might be a chemical weapon landing nearby, they shout, gas, gas, gas. So I kind of thought, oh, fuck. And um, I ran into the tent where the other kind of officers were, and I said, there's a guy out there shouting, gas, gas. Oh, and they remember to put it on, finally. But fortunately, it wasn't. And nowadays, all false alarm. There were all false alarms, though, in Iraq. As really? Well, so but then in the 80s and early 90s, did we not live through the threat of war yeah. all the time? That's, that's We've the thing. We've always been living through so the threat So all the young folk now who are living through this, this, this is new to them, the idea that there might be a nuclear attack. And we've, you know, we grew up we grew in up the cold, cold War and the yeah. idea of the Soviet Union and America. Although this time I believe them. <laughs> where would you Genuinely, go? Genuinely, I'm a bit where, like, where, I'm going to buy a motorhome, have I told you? Yeah. Where, where would you go in a four-minute warning? Um, what? In you know, the four that, that's the, you know, that's, uh, occupies my thoughts all the time. But yeah. where are the, where's the What's nearest? the four minute warning? The four minute warning of a nuclear attack. So you need to oh, get in a no bunker. time to fucking get changed. You need to get <laughs> maybe well, you'd have to find find the find the lowest uh, underground station right, probably. So, um, you know, in my, like I didn't realise this, but in my kitchen there um, because I had a leak that underneath my floorboards in my actual kitchen is that sort of like a room underneath. So I'm, that's where I'm going. Yeah, I think. But it is, so we, we hadn't had to worry about this for 20 years, and no. now it's back. So they bring a downer in, everybody. <laughs> oh, no, no, there no, might no not please be do. A there might not be a new clip. Please do. I genuinely think we're living through history, and that this is the final season. They haven't written another chapter. Of course we're living through history, like, it's called life. I saw yeah. something on Twitter a week or two ago, it was great, and it was like, um, I think it was Martians watching the telly, and they were like, oh my God, the latest season of Earth has gone from <laughs> pandemic to nuclear war in like two episodes. Yeah. Just going like that. And yeah. it must be absolutely nuts if you were, you know, watching. Would you ever be folk. tempted to go back in and report again? Go back to. That's a good point. Out from, from a war zone? Yeah. yeah would you no. go to, you would no, you go it's, to it's Ukraine? It's, uh, no, probably not. Probably not. Would you take in a refugee? Uh, absolutely, yeah, would do, yeah. yeah. But I don't who think would, would, can I just have a show of hands? Who, who would, would take a, uh, a refugee in? Would you? Oh, well, please don't laugh at them. God, <laughs> you've been very unchristian. Right, 350 okay. quid a month. What? 350 pounds a month. The government are going to give you if you take a Ukrainian. Oh, you'll take two. I know. Yeah. I'm sure you have. You know, I, love, <laughs> I love the hypocrisy of all of that because I think people are climbing over homeless people to kind of get into their house to look after a refugee. That they, I just think it's disingenuous bullshit. Well, what I don't understand is why we've DG. now got homeless people again when we didn't in the beginning of that thing that we won't talk about, COVID. Well, because we managed to solve the homeless crisis with all the hotels that weren't being used. But that's what I've just said. Yes, so why know, isn't that still happening? Because the hotels happening? are open again, so they booted them out. Oh, right. Okay, so now you've got to have everyone in your house. Yeah. What, um, no. 
I'm not doing it. I'll tell you what, what depressing No offence, a refugee no. wouldn't like living with me, honestly. I'd be screaming at them going, fucking don't touch the control. Don't look at the dog. Did you drink all this gin? Get the fuck out. Um, what depresses me about all this is my, my, my wife has this habit of reading the comment section on online stories oh. and certain newspapers. Oh, okay. And it really gives you a, 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 an idea of what kind of people were living among, amongst, you know, and Scum. some of the comments. You know, th things like... You know, well, if they're coming over here, they'd better join the back of the queue for the food banks. You oh. know, which is, which yeah, no, yeah, I so mean, all joking aside, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't take in a refugee, largely because I'm very antisocial. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, that's the big thing. I would pay for them to go somewhere else, but <laughs> no, no they're, they're not coming in my house. Can't be fucking bothered, honestly. Yeah. Going through your stuff and everything. <laughs> but that's the natural, but it's a natural human response. Is well, to get out my jock strap. <laughs> You're only a visitor. Yeah. <laughs> it is the natural. I'm sure there was hummus in there. Can do one. It's uh, a natural human <laughs> response to reach out and want to help other people. Of course it I is. I fucking helped people. Okay. Can't think of it recently, but I have. <laughs> I have. Yeah, let's ask Bruce for an Actually, example, Actually, do you know something? I did help someone, right? Many years ago, I got attacked. There's a surprise. And um, it was someone's agent that ran up to someone else and went, oh my God, I can't believe that guy's been attacked. And everyone thought he was horrible. But I remember he said to me, your hair's far too long and you need to cut layers in it and a fringe. And I did it. And now I've got a boyfriend. So there, I fucking helped people. Thank you very much. How long ago was that attack? 20 years? Yeah. 15. Hello. <laughs> so you wouldn't, you wouldn't go Pro out to Probably UK. not, probably not. It's, it's um, yeah, a kind of young person's game now a wee bit yeah. as well. And uh, I probably forgot. And do you think that's maybe why you want to do stand-up then, to recreate that adrenaline I think probably, I'm probably suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm. I, I, I very nearly killed in, in the Balkans. Lo I was, I was, I've lo I lost part of my hearing. I was in an ambush six rounds through the through the windscreen so wow. i think and, and and i think you know i was never ever diagnosed with it i went back to uh i'm back to my office after it um so that was in kosovo 99 and there was all for, for about a day and uh i remember being in the newsroom and the, the, the woman who i think was occupational health at the time came over and said and how are you within yourself are you okay and i said yeah fine well, that's okay that was it that was my kind of debriefing you know wow you know. So I think yeah. we need more of that. So I think that is a good way because yeah, all these people pissing and wanking on and that yeah. are you all right, fine, otherwise get away home. Yeah. <laughs> but shut up. Do we give too much time to people and just indulge them with the nonsense? Well yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But in answer to your question, you know, I came close to dying there, so I might as well die on stage instead. You know. <laughs> There's Absolutely something poetic there. there is something yeah. that is a near death Couldn't experience. Couldn't do it in the real world, so I'll do it yeah. in an artificial environment. Yeah. But it was, a, it was a challenge. It was, I was set a challenge. Could, could, could you, can someone learn stand up? Not learn to be funny, can you learn stand -up. The, 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 the mechanics of, of stand up comedy? And having done it and still awaiting your feedback from the Stand Comedy Club oh. in Glasgow, <coughs> um, would you, would you consider, I know you've set the challenge and you've, yeah, yeah. you've, um, you've no. done the challenge. Will you continue yeah, to do it? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I'm, I'm planning to do a wee bit at the, at the fringe, hopefully. Excellent. Uh, nothing set in concrete yet. But as far as, the, as, far as the, the feedback, so two weeks ago was the fifth time I, I played here in the Red Raw, mm -hmm. right? And the first four times I get feedback. I didn't get feedback the fifth time. So that maybe that makes me think that I've You've gone up a stage. <laughs> yes. Yeah, maybe they don't yeah, it's not, it's need not to tell you. It's not a total newcomer anymore. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Or they just the didn't know how to tell uh, you. Uh, you yeah, were yeah. Shit. Don't. Fucking, yeah, don't get back again. <laughs> one, that, that was still one bit of feedback. I was too after dinnery. Oh, okay. Yeah. But like you said, very stupid because that pays a lot of money. Yeah. So be after dinnery. That's yeah, what you I can I never say. be too <laughs> after dinnery yeah. because it does. It pays way more than yeah. the stand. Stop short of the thicky bone stuff. Oh yeah, you don't want to look like some penguin slash Toby jug speaking absolute pish for a thousand pounds. No, you want to have a... So you're going to keep on with it? I think so, yeah. yeah. It's I enjoyable. Mean, it is. I mean, it's, yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, In coming and standing here. And then once you get your first laugh yeah. and things start to happen, it's yeah. just it's a great feeling. You know that, yourselves, it's the best feeling that ever. That doesn't happen to everybody, trust me. We compare a lot and um, there's quite often that people don't get any laughs at all. Yeah. So... Congratulations well, on even getting a yeah. laugh. Well, yeah. well, hopefully it won't be the last one. No, yeah. absolutely. Well, oh. Thanks very much for coming on the podcast. It was the best yeah. episode of the lot. Yeah, well, of you listen to it I'm going to give him another couple of minutes because I'd like to hear this. What did you say? It was the best? It was the best of the eight episodes. Yeah. Many uh -huh. people, uh -huh. many, the feedback was 
The first seven episodes were good, but the last, the, the pair in the last episode was just top draw. I think that they said the first episodes were the first episodes. <laughs> I guess. <guess. laughs> By number eight. <laughs> no, that was good. I really enjoyed it. And we'll have you back when we're doing our live podcast at the Edinburgh Fringe. But that would be did. good. Not with your homo tech person grinder no. fuck. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, no. don't be rude. He was nice. What? Nothing. I'm not being rude. I think we're going to talk to you about interpretation, dear. <laughs> you need to calm down. I believe in violence. I don't see gender, I just see faces. Shut up! I am going to give Simon an Easter oh, egg. Do. Oh, this 50 minutes has flown past. I, I know. know, it's been lovely. The whole hour has flown yeah. past, actually. Yes. So we're about um, to release the people into the wild. Back into yes. the wild. Into their own Take personal war zone. Thank you very much. Buttons with our uh, gratitude. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much. Simon thank you very much, Simon Houston. Yes, thank you. Well, there you go. That was nice, again. Um, shall we tell them about the QR codes? Oh, could you tell them? Technology, it means nothing to me. Well, I don't understand, but apparently if you Can scan you just these comply with the pamphlet? Yes. We're going, we're going exclusive on Patreon. And, uh, well, it's self-explanatory, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so do what it says and yeah, that would yes. be nice. Yes, Lovely. that's well, all they need to do. Thank you so much. Yes, this thank was you our very much for coming. It works in a life. Yes. So thank you. We will do another one. Thank you very much. This was Mr. Bruce Devlin. And Jojo Sutherland. And thank you very much. And thank you to lovely Nancy and the tech person. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks, See you again. Guys. Enjoy your Glasgow Family Festival. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.